Hey guys, it's me again, Gilmy here. Welcome back to everybody listening, like always. This week's guest is Tyler Arrow. This week's guest in his podcast debut is Tyler Arrow. He was a fantastic guest, wonderful guy. Great, great to sit down and talk with him over the phone. He is an independent wrestler based out of Hamilton, Ontario, who's been doing this for about six years, but he just as you hear from from the podcast, he has a big, big story about that. Just got to listen in there to find out, guys. It was great, great talking talking to Tyler. It was fun. Loved it, doing the Gilmi Gil 10 there, questions with him. And it was just fun to talk about about wrestling, like always. One of my... Uh, one of my my favorite things there, and I just want to say thank you very very much to uh, Tyler for coming on here, giving me his time, and he's the guy who actually did up the uh, graphic for for this week about Gilmi Gilmi talks and uh, featuring Tyler Ty, Tyler Arrow, and it was I think it's freaking cool, man. But just going to get to the sponsors really really quick. Just go check out the loveshop.com guys, because you know what. It's uh, really fun, and everybody wants want, wants to keep keep a li- little bit of heat in the uh, bedroom, right? Go check out Bats in the Belfry Art on Instagram. They just passed 500 people following the page, and let's get 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 her up to a thousand because her artwork is fantastic. I am a huge fan. Go check out Solid Designs on Instagram because you know what? If you need an, anything drawn up, anything done. That is the guy, the guy to go to, and tell him Gilmi uh, sent you, because it's a fantastic, fantastic, very talented site. And check out Tabby Lynn's Sensi page on Facebook, because you know what? Nobody wants their house to uh, house to stink. Uh, the song there was "Conquer Them All" by Lansdowne. It's Tyler Arrow's, uh, it's Tyler Arrow's single wrestling theme, and it, it's a, it's a pretty decent song. Go check those, those guys out on YouTube or whatever music app you uh, listen to. I'm just going to throw it in right now. Please rate and review the Gilmi Talks podcast on any pod, iTunes, Podbean, wherever you, where you listen, because the more I get rated and reviewed, the more listenership I get, I mean better mics, better equipment, more social media coverage, and all that fun stuff to make the show bigger and bigger, better, and maybe not so much better, just sounding sounding better with the fancier mics and this and this such because well i love you guys you always listen you always tune in and it's a great great thing so go check out itunes or podbean or podcast addict or stitcher or spotify i'm on them all go 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 like like them give them a five star review five thumbs up uh how many suplexes you we want there because that it's just fun and i'm gonna stop rambling now and get to the awesome interview here guys good morning good evening good night hey guys it's me again gilmi and i have an amazing guest this uh, this time one of my my personal favorite wrestlers i've been following around on the ontario indie scene right now i have tyler tyler arrow he's based out of uh, hamilton i believe right now and hey, hey tyler how's it how's it there going man good good how are you ah, so 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 far so good another crazy crazy day in my my life but <laughs> that's but, how it goes right <laughs> oh yeah and yeah, let's see four Full-time job, four kids. Um, yeah, pretty, 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 pretty busy guy. Pick up the pack schedule there. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, just gonna gonna kind of jump right in and just ask, 
where did your first uh, interest in in wrestling? You know, honestly, I've been a, I've been a fan since as long as I can remember at this point. You know, when I was a kid, I'd always be uh, recording on the on VHS tapes. Actually, uh, for those listening who still know what those are, <laughs> <laughs> um, we record just the Monday Night Raws, and I'm pretty sure I think SmackDown would have been on Thursday nights back at that point. Um, and you know, it's always been a thing uh, in my life. It's always been a big thing in my life. I think it stuck with me more than the rest of my family and more of my friends, I should say. But, you know, my first interest, it had to have been uh, the one that I can remember, I should say. I probably would have been six years old just watching on TV with my family, with my parents, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Myself, I, I'm a little bit well, a little bit older than you by like a couple couple decades, I guess. <laughs> but I... I remember exactly what caught my eye. It was uh, when Andre and Hogan started their feud before WrestleMania WrestleMania three. It was either oh, yeah. at, either at my grandparents' place or my parents' place or something, and I seen yeah. seen 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 them rip rip the chain off Hogan, and from that moment I was pretty much hooked. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, honestly, that angle itself it, it was worked so well. Uh, like you said, you got you got some decades on me, but uh, <laughs> I, that, that hasn't stopped me from going back in time, so to speak, and watching it myself, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, the WWE Network is a wonderful thing. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Speaking of uh, going back, uh, when did you actually decide to start uh, training? You know, when it was, uh, it's a bit of a sticky situation. When I started training, I would have been 15 years old. Holy so it would have been about five years ago. Okay. Uh, where it gets a little complicated is in those being that young. Like I had my first match when I was 16. Um, so it took me about a year or a little under a year to actually get into a ring. But a lot of things are different now more. So even though it wasn't that long ago, now there's a lot more people uh, that are you know younger than 18 that are able to work shows. When I was the, when I started, uh, there wasn't much of that. Well, like I had six matches in my first two years. Oh, wow. Um, and that's, that's, you know, compared to now, that's actually nothing. <laughs> but um, where, I, where it's kind of come to is I did that training for, I want to say, seven, eight months. And they were very spotty shows. It was only in Hamilton. Uh, it was probably, uh, if it's six times, it would have been two or three times a year at max. Um, and it actually, the, the company is actually making a comeback, so I hear. Um but they were off for a year, so that's kind of when my real wrestling career, if you will, kind of started up. So when, when realistically, yeah, I started training when I was 15, and now I'm 20. But I kind of count more so of my in-ring time more than my training, if that makes a little bit of sense. Oh, yeah. Just because, like, you know, the six matches in two years compared to when I'm getting, you know, five, six, seven to ten bookings a month at this point. Um, so ultimately when I'm asked, like I clarify it really, like I go into depth about it, but it's normally, uh, I'll normally say about two years worth of, uh, actual wrestling. Oh yeah. Because, um, and the reason you're getting these six, seven, eight, ten bookings a month now, because yeah. you're good. <laughs> oh yeah. They're, they picked, they picked up in a month. Now oh, yeah. I, I, I clear or I at least match what I did in two years before. Right. Oh yeah. No, that's. That is, uh, it's awesome to uh, hear because, uh, well, 
I'll I'll be honest with you. I didn't know much about you, and well, I seen your face on posters and and stuff. But yeah. um, Tom said you gotta. Tom's kind of my guest host, co-host on this on this show about half the, half the times. Uh, Tom Morton, the cadet people people all who regularly listen know know that. But yeah, um, I, I I've been I be, I've been on a few shows with him now. Yeah, we've met. Oh yeah. Yeah, he uh, was great, great guy, great guy. Oh yeah, no, he's um because he's the one who well when it was when we started doing uh, the Ethan Ethan's fight show, he's yep. like we got to get this guy. I'm like, who is it? <laughs> and <laughs> that was my my totally honest thing. And following your c- career and uh, just watching you fly the way you do and just that other that other little gif or video i saw about you just flying no one's there you're just flying off the uh off off the ropes into a mats and i'm just like that would kill me um <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that was on uh my instagram and my facebook yeah um i'm just you know i'm trying to find uh new things to do you know because the one, the one thing I feel about myself, which some people say otherwise, but I personally feel some of my matches are starting to look the same, you know? And there's people who will always say, you know, the five moves of doom and kind of thing. Oh, yeah. um, so what I'm trying, I'm trying to like, you know, get creative and, you know, use my surroundings a little more, uh, seeing what kind of ways that my body wants to let me flip and twist and which ways it doesn't. <laughs> um, but the, yeah, the best way I've been able to do that is trial and error on those uh, those crash mats. They're saving my life at this point. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, the school you're you're current currently training at. Uh, since you're at in Hamilton, I'm I'm guessing uh, Hamilton Hamilton Pro. Yeah, Hamilton Pro. Uh, I, I actually got back there. Uh, I think I started there now June of last year. Okay. Uh, because of my my past training, it was a lot easier for me to break in and start getting on on shows and getting out there a little bit more. Yeah, I go there as much as I can uh, when I can. Rip Rip's a great help. Uh, he's been a great help since day one with all that, and he's done a lot of stuff that I haven't, and he's done a lot of stuff that I want to do. So I, you know, it's like a, I did an interview a while back. He's a big influence, and I and I'll say that until I'm blue in the face. You know, <laughs> I can't even tell you how many times I've seen Rip rip impact on on just wrestle now um i've been i've been going to hamilton shows and this and that the 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 other thing he tends to pop up pop up here and there but oh um, yeah yeah i well, i just love it love it i love watching him wrestle his his own students oh because... for sure he's he's on my bucket list for of uh, opponents i faced him in like a couple of fatal four ways and whatnot but He's a one-on-one opponent uh, for me on my bucket list. <laughs> oh yeah, because I think you two would have a fan, well, a fantastic match. Uh, any promoters, please li- listening, please, please book that book that match. You will if you book that match, you have one at least one 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 year t- ticket sold. So, so please, yeah, please book it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, speaking of matches, uh, what has has actually been your uh, your your personal favorite match to to date? No, actually, I, I got a couple that are out there, but if I had to nail it down to one solid match, it would have had to been at um, <coughs> excuse me, it would have had to been at Courage Pro Wrestling. Uh, I want to say it was called the show Summer Days. Uh, 
It was, it was the one just before the one that passed. I'm trying to, I can't remember when. I think it might have been uh, July, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, okay. I had a one-on-one match with actually my current tag partner, uh, Mike Forte. That was the show we formed a team. Uh, we had a one-on-one match, and I, I, if I remember correctly, I want to say it was you know a 15 to 17 minute match, um, and it was a uh, you know a face versus face, good guy versus good guy. You know we we've teamed together before, uh, we've trained together before, and. You know, in a lot of matches, the, the reason I liked it so much is because in a lot of matches, traditional, you got your good guy and you got your bad guy. And it's it's pretty distinct on who you want to cheer for and who you want to boo. Uh, the reason that match is one of my favorites and probably, if not my main favorite, is because at the end of that match, it went to a time limit draw. And it was a very back and forth match, you know. It was constantly one up after another. Uh, the next best thing that you could think of, like we were trying to do it. Uh, what, the, what I like so much about it is once it went to a time limit draw, uh, normally the crowd's going to boo because it was, uh, it was just, everyone wants a winner. And the reason it kind of, it actually threw me off when I was in there is they announced that it was a time limit draw and the crowd still, you know, a standing ovation. They were cheering and they wouldn't stop. And then Mike made the request to be tag partners for the next show. And that made it all the better because of what, what was once an already an ovation just became electrifying by that moment. Yeah. And uh, what was it? Uh, Tom recommended next time you and Forte have a uh, have a match, make sure you do it before inter- intermission. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Intermi- before intermission is always a sweet spot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just uh, because uh, he... He was watching watching from the back that particular match, and he said, "How how am I supposed to follow that?" <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing. It's um, <clears throat> you know, I personally I love being first half of the show because it, it's you know, there's a lot of people who say you know you set the bar, you set the tone of the show. It's, uh, you know, I I actually agree with that. If your first match or your second match is going to be exciting to watch. And uh, you're telling that story, and you guys are—you just—you're you're just clicking, you know. Um, if you set that bar, the the fans, regardless, are going to be excited for what's next because they—they—that's what they see right off the hop. Um, I'm pretty sure me and Mike—I want to say we went just after intermission or just before. I can't remember specifically, <laughs> um, but but yeah, 100%. It's. I don't try to make people have to taunt me, but, <laughs> no. but, you know, like, I can't help but what my style is, you know? <laughs> no, uh, he said bring bring it up in Wharton Jest because he thinks you're, you're, you're awesome. Uh, for people who've never actually seen you, how would you describe your uh, style? Would it be map-based, uh, hybrid, high-flyer, sub, submission I, I, guy, everything kind of wrapped, kind of wrapped up could, in there I, one? I consider myself very stupid, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, no, you know, I, I started, when I first started wrestling, it was very technical, you know, I didn't do as much of the stunts, if you will, that I do today, uh, but now, looking into it, I, I am a high flyer, and I'm still, I still got that technical side to me, uh, but I'm also very, you know, I'm trying to, I, I'm at war with myself, I'm always trying to top myself from the show before, be it. If it's the same weekend or it's the same city or if it's a different city and a different day, it, to me, I'm always trying to up myself, which that's where I kind of feel. Sometimes it gets to be stupid, but, you know, I did the, um, I think it was back in May, I did a kendo stick on a pole match against uh, Empire, Matt, Matt Grant and JT Kirk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and 
that probably had to have been like one of my high spots of being stupid because if I look back at the tape, I think everyone took maybe four or five shots of that kendo stick. Because uh, we had two of them involved. I counted how many shots I took. I had to have taken about 14 or 15 shots of this kendo stick. <laughs> and at one point in my head, I was thinking, like, is this thing just going to break anytime soon? And ironically enough, I think on, like, the 13th shot out of 14 or 15, it finally broke. It broke over my head, actually. Oh. Um, and by the end of that match, like, the next morning, I getting out of bed was probably one of the hardest things that I've had to experience in the last in the last year, at least. Um, but <laughs> that's one of the biggest things. Like, I, if it's just, you know, a traditional wrestling match, then I, I'm still very technical, and I definitely utilize a lot of the high-flying moves because it kind of gives you the best of both worlds, you know? Oh, yeah. And also, I've taken one shot with a kendo stick in my life. How can you take 14? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I can't answer that. Like, oh, man. In ter- I, I can, but I can't, you know, because in my head, even now, like, I'm not at a show. I'm not in a ring or anything right now. I'm thinking, that was stupid. But in that, <laughs> but in that moment, in that moment, I was just thinking, like, you know, you felt it, and it did hurt. But, you know, when adrenaline kicks in, you got that crowd just roaring. Because that was a big crowd that day, if I remember correctly. Um it just kind of took over from that point. It was like, keep going, keep going, you know? And it may have not have been the smartest decision in terms of, like, getting through the next few days with, with real life. Um, but it, in, in that moment, it's all, it was completely different than how I look at it now, 100%. Oh, yeah. And, well, I do got to ask, ask about your influences. Where have you actually taken? I know all wrestlers take a like a piece from here, a piece from there, there, and make everything their their own. There's no carbon copies of hey, this guy wants to be exactly like uh, Undertaker, or this guy wants to be like Sean 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 A. Michaels. Where... Yeah, it's like putting a putting a puzzle together of mixed up pieces, you know. Oh yeah, well exactly, but. Um... I'd say with for me, there's like because there's a lot. It's just a matter of time and place, I should say. You know, like I got some from a time frame that I wasn't even around. Like if I had to go, I had to go back. I'm like Dynamite Kid to this day. Uh, he did just pass away not too long ago. But you know, if I'm going back, I love watching his tapes with uh, with uh, Tiger Mask back in Japan. You know, that was some some of those matches. Just the intensity behind it and. The athleticism between the two and just the chemistry they had, it, to me, it blew me away, uh, even though still looking back. And I'm amazed by this, especially with what you got going on now, you know, and I'm not saying one's better than the other. But, like, you know, you look at guys like Will Ospreay and Ricochet, who are also, to me, two big influences because they, they wrestle a style that I always loved watching. Um, but just in the different time frames, to me, like Dynamite Kid and Tiger Mask back in Japan, that was something that you wouldn't see as often just because of uh the caliber of the two wrestlers themselves uh and in my opinion the chemistry like if you look at ricochet and will osprey and the super juniors they had a chemistry that i hadn't seen in a long time oh yeah um and it was just amazing like a lot of people like they, you know, everyone's got mixed opinions on those matches but like it takes a lot like because we're real life stuntmen you know we're not using any any wires and we're not using crash mats and, and when we're in a show you know it's just you got one take to do it, and if you mess it up, then that's it. Oh, yeah, because 
Um, every indie wrestling fan has seen somebody mess up at some point if you've you've gone to a few shows, but you just kind of blink, move on. Oh, that's just it. I, yeah. I, I can name countless times I've messed up. It, it definitely happens. Uh, some were more severe than others, and some were just small things that I picked up myself later on that night, but... Yeah, it's a, it's an it's inevitable. Nothing ever goes a hundred percent to plan because accidents happen, mistakes happen, injuries happen. You know, and at some point, you know, like you can do it mid match. You got to change your game plan sometimes. I do got a question question for you. Well, I like to ask a, ask a wrestlers. Do yep. you prefer the modern GIF based thing? Just be like, oh my god, that's an amazing move. Or do you actually prefer promos? Uh, you know, I, I'm in a weird boat. I, I love promos. I love them. But my biggest problem is I'm horrible at them. <laughs> um, like if I go back and I just look at some of the promos I've done, I, I am not happy with almost any of them. But how I do them is because if I screw up on, uh, like, cause it's different when you're filming a promo and it's different when it's live, you yeah. know, uh, filming a promo, you know, you can do it again if you don't like what you said, uh, but it also kind of sits there in your head as you're doing more takes and more takes. Um, <laughs> but when it's live, I'm personally, I feel I'm better on a live mic because I don't have a second chance. You know, I, I if I screw up, everyone's going to see it and hear it right there. And then the footage or the DVDs or if it's on TV, you know, then it's right there alone. Everyone's going to see it. Nice. So I feel I'm kind of better under that pressure aspect of be, being on a live microphone. Oh yeah, because live and live live mics, I find also bring out uh, they bring out a little bit more from uh, uh, people. It's yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, they don't they don't really hold back. They don't hesitate. They don't they don't really real. I don't want to say they don't really care what they're saying because they always care. But it's more smooth flowing and in the moment. That's what I yeah what the word for sure I'm looking for. Oh, I agree with that totally. I gotta ask. Ask, ask this one do you do you do you prefer working as a tag team or do you prefer working as a, a single uh i don't really have a, a big preference like like if i'm with the right partner i love tag team wrestling i feel it's starting to become a bit of a lost art but then you got a lot of guys who are starting to bring it back you know the young bucks to be one of them i feel like they are a big influence on me as a tag team wrestler oh, yeah. and even with even with mike him, him and i will sit there and we'll study We'll, we'll sit there and we got uh, one of their DVDs from uh, the PWG and we'll study a lot of their stuff. We don't want to copy it, but we do want to like kind of have that. Um, we want to click the way they click. And, oh, yeah. and it's different because, you know, you got them as brothers and you got me and Mike who, you know, aren't related by any means. Like we met each other a year ago <laughs> <laughs> um, and we'll study that. But in terms of singles wrestling, I feel I can perfect uh, my craft, if you will, more as a single when I'm a singles wrestler. All right. So it's like I like to mix it up. You know, if, I, if I've just done a slew of singles matches, throw me in a couple of tag matches. If I've done a slew of tag matches, throw me in a couple singles. Um, I, I really don't have a, a personal preference because I prefer them both, but for different reasons. And yeah. that's, that is one of the reasons I'm really looking forward to AEW coming out. Because you have the Young Bucks who have actually stated tag team wrestling is going to be a big part of AEW. And yeah. I, I I honestly miss it. Like there's no – besides New Day and the Revival and the OC. Um, right. 
there's not really any WWE big tag teams that have been around for more than six 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 eight months. Oh yeah, well, and here, there's another thing too. If I look at uh, Ray Phoenix and and Pentagon Jr., they're two of the best wrestlers in my opinion in the world today. Oh, yeah, and and they do a, a bunch of tag stuff. I think they've done they do more tag team than they do singles. Yeah, um, and that's just it. And I feel. You know, I feel they kind of complement each other in the sense of I, uh, when I'm talking singles and tag matches, I feel they complement each other because you kind of get to experience. It's not a whole, in my opinion, a whole lot different. It's the exact same structure. It's the exact same layout. You're just adding two more guys to the mix and you're kind of dividing. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things, in my opinion, like the, the Bucks and uh, the Lucha Brothers to, to, are the two main ones, in my opinion that in my opinion are the best tag teams in the world to this day and i don't think i've ever seen a match of either teams where i've said that was a boring match oh oh god 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 no I'm especially a... especially now like seeing the bucks and the lucha brothers in the same ring together you and know they're just that the last match that those two that those two teams had was yeah. absolutely amazing oh yeah kind of 100%. uh yeah um, another team in AEW which I'm actually really digging is Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Yeah, yeah, that, those two. I, I, they're su- it's such an unlikely duo, but it works so well. It and if I'm not mistaken, I believe at their last event they even had Marco Stun. Uh, yes. In, in that in a trio team. Yep. Which is just crazy. I'm still amazed Marco Stunt got signed, but. Nothing, nothing against his size or anything like that. I'm just, I didn't see that guy getting, getting picked up anywhere. I don't know why, but right. And he, he lands himself a pretty sweet three-year contract. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and and by all means, like that's amazing for him, man. He's he's living a dream that so many people want to live, right? And uh, and if he he. If you say if it's a three-year deal, like like you said, then I mean he's set for those three years, and I just hope he has the time of his life in those three years, man. Oh yeah, and also just like I'm very excited for AEW because Jimmy Havoc, Janela, Darby Allen, um, the quote-unquote deathmatch guys doing amazing things, and and just the entire roster. I've our guys have been fo- following for years and years, like. Um, because of the Young Bucks, I started watching uh, New Japan for the longest time, yeah. and and then actually I've been watching a lot of uh, Impact late, or, or lately because I think the past year on, on that show has been great. Oh, definitely, definitely, like, surprisingly great. Like I'm not like, and then they, they just got signed to Access, and it's just wrestling kind of kind of blowing up again all all over. Oh yeah, I agree completely, and in my opinion. Impact and AEW, uh, a lot of those guys that are on both of those rosters, in my opinion, do not get enough credit. Oh no! Just like even... I, I feel some of them, like some of those guys I've seen, they literally like they kill themselves for the sake of entertainment. Literally, like look at Darby Allen, for example. Oh yeah. You know he's. I don't think he's much older than me, and you know he's killing himself for for this for the business, and he's doing some even even to me a bit a bit gnarly stuff and. Uh, you know, I I gotta give him credit, man. The the fact of the matter is, he wants something that bad, and he loves something that much. You know, he's willing to do that all of that stuff to himself. Same with Joey Janela, right? Yeah. Um, and it's it's unreal. And I think a lot of those guys they get, you know, 
false reviewed by a lot of people and a lot of fans. But you know what? The fact of the matter is that they're killing themselves for a business that, you know, most people either don't have an interest in or can't make it into. Right. And just like uh, the other guy there, Jimmy Havoc. I've been following that guy for years and years. I just – I don't know why why he just – draws my 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 attention every time he's he's in the ring the tall lanky guy guy with the yeah. golf the golf thing oh yeah i i i don't know i just love the love the love the guy like pretty much for the and the only thing i wish i that they could get uh jordan 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 grace i think she would do fantastic there oh i i think so too but I know she's uh, she's an impact. She's doing fantastic. But I can't wait to see her in uh, AEW one day. But yeah, for sure. Yeah, went on a, a tangent there. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. That's oh, why yeah. we're here. Oh well, exactly. If we don't talk, podcasts don't really really uh, work. work. Yeah, ex- exactly. Otherwise, it's just gonna sit here listening to heavy breathing, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, do you have a, a dream match for yourself ever? You know, I I can't say in particular I have a a huge dream match. Like, you know, those guys will say, you know, I would have loved to face Hulk Hogan and, and or Randy Savage and such. Yeah. You know, my, my highest one right now, I'd say my uh, my higher-ups dream match would definitely have been Jeff Hardy. Oh, yeah. Um, like, I, I've always been drawn to his style. I've been drawn just... Like, you know, he was such a unique look and such a unique character in the time frame of when he came in, and even now, for that matter. Yeah. Um, that definitely would have been a big one uh, for me. And, like, I, even as a kid, like, that was one match that would always stand out to me, is if I got to share a ring with Jeff Hardy, that would have been, you know, that would have been the milestone. And, you know, I'd have, I, could, I could stop wrestling altogether and go on happy if that were the case, you know? Well, maybe maybe he'll go back to the uh, Indies one one day who knows yeah well i know i know he's got the uh i believe it was a knee surgery i believe yeah uh so i'm not sure how much i i read somewhere i don't know if it's true you know you, you have so you can't believe everything on the internet but I, I mean i heard he he had to uh because of the time he had to take off i heard he had to renew for a year or something like that oh okay but yeah. you know who knows right it's pro wrestling uh, anything's possible oh exactly like uh when they showed up at wrestlemania yeah, that, exactly. That was amazing. I actually everyone wanted it to happen, but everyone thought it wouldn't. No, and then because it did, you know. Yeah, because they were they did a ladder match with the Young Bucks the the day before that was absolutely insane. Yeah. But and then they show up on Wrestle WrestleMania, which definitely I think that was probably the biggest pop of WrestleMania that year. Yeah, because even me and my me and my buddies, I was standing up going, "Oh my God, they're here!" Oh, and, and my well, my buddies and kids are my kids are looking at me going, "I don't know who these guys are." <laughs> I'm oh, just yeah. I'm just jumping around. I was super super happy. Hey man, oh. you're never too old to love professional wrestling, right? <laughs> yeah. Before I I jump into the questions, uh, do you see yourself ever going to the hardcore style? Because I'm. You are booked, I saw, for a uh, for Death Proof Fight Club there. Yeah, and... yeah, Death Proof Fight Club. Uh, well, here's the thing. I've never really, I'll, I'll say it openly, I've never really been a hardcore wrestler by any means. Um, I've done the odd match, like, like I was talking about before. I did the candlestick on a pole match, you know, the odd 
person has decided to use uh, a weapon in a match of sorts. Uh, in that Ethan Fight show, for example, uh, in the Battle Royal at the end, Tyler Hill uh, with the barbed wire crutch. That was my first time doing anything with barbed wire in the entire time I've ever been wrestling. But I got, I believe how it's kind of looking with that is, you know, the style that I have and how willing I am to do a lot of things. And depending on who you talk to, it uh, could be stupid of me, could be smart of me, but for me, it's more so of an experience, you know? Because yeah. um, one of the biggest things is I, and some people love this, some people think it's uh, unrealistic, but I would love to be a trainer one day, you know? Oh, yeah. uh, I'd love to train another generation when, when the time comes that I can't do it full time uh, or any of that. And the last thing I want in, in any circumstances of potential possible student coming to me one day asking me about this match that they're taking or uh, a certain spot they're thinking of pulling off and i've never done it (laughs) and and then i can't give any advice on that i can't give any insight on that i can't say what's uh the safest and smartest way to do it i can't say the proper way to do it so it's more so you know I, i have always been attracted to the hardcore wrestling and I'll, and I'll admit to that, you know, uh, you know, one of my favorites, only around for a couple of years, uh, Sick Nick Mondo. Oh, yeah. You know, definitely one of my favorites. Um, I've even, uh, if you want to use the word, equipped the assault driver because from him because that's one of my favorite movies. And honestly, I'm not a big guy, so I can't. I don't do a lot of lifting moves by any means. <laughs> um, but that one in particular, I was drawn to it. Um, then there's guys, for example, Joey Janela, you know. Joey Janela was, was one crazy guy, and now I, I guarantee you, he's still one crazy guy. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he but is. But he's always been an attraction. Same with Jimmy Havoc, you know. Uh, Masada was one. I always used to love watching Masada's matches. Uh, and then if you're going to go back into the ECW times, there was Sabu and, you know, Tommy Dreamer. And even even guys like Rey Mysterio and Psychosis, Lucha Libre guys that were brought to America, and they were doing, they were the Lucha Libre matches of a hardcore company. So for me, it's a big, it's more of an experience thing than it is necessarily fully, uh, because a lot of people see some of the stuff I do and they think I'm trying to die. It's like, no, that's not the case. (laughs) It's more so, it's more case a learning experience because if it goes bad, I can fix it. If it goes well, then, you know, mission accomplished. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that'll be my my first real showing at a hardcore company. Uh, That's going to be January 1st in... Uh, it depends on what you look at. I call it Toronto, but it's uh, Etobicoke at the Rock Pile. And I will see you there and probably buy you a, a beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the biggest thing, you know, even I won't lie. Uh, I'm only uh, anxious and curious and, in a, in a sense, excited to see how it's going to be. you got to think, uh, New Year's Day at 7 o'clock in a place like Toronto. <laughs> like I can only imagine that's going to be one rowdy fan base. And from the, so from the stories I've heard and the videos I've seen, the death proof crowd is always, you know, an active crowd. They're an exciting crowd. They're an electric crowd. And um, I, I think some, like some I've seen posts, uh, I've seen some posts and I've seen comments. Some think I may not be ready to step in the ring with some of those guys. Some are very excited to see me there, you know? So it's really, it's really going to be, quite the day when that time comes (laughs) oh yeah because uh well as everyone knows i'm a i'm a huge fan of of death proof fight club i've been to many many shows 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 by them now they are are probably one of my 
one of, if not my favorite company to go see. And whenever there's a show, I go make every in, more intention to go. But I've missed a few because life uh, life happens. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it is – the crowd is one, one to itself. There's I've never been in an – independent wrestling environment that is just the exact same uh the the exact same like i've been into some amazing smash crowds i've been into um just crowds that are just screaming and ranting and loud and jumping up and down but a death proof crowd is one thing to itself it's, oh yeah, and it's, that's what I've heard, right? Like, and that's what yeah. kind of makes it so exciting. It's something so different, an atmosphere that I haven't been in yet. Yeah. Um, and and uh, you know, and if all goes to plan, and they and uh, Death Proof itself uh, would like to have me back, or the, the fans would like to have me back, you know, it's it's going to be a bit of a test, especially like I said, the it's a fifty-fifty shot with the fans right now. There's some who think <laughs> I can pull it off, and some who I think I can't. So it's kind of a mission right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> And also, um, accept one drink from people. Don't accept a 20. Well, <laughs> <laughs> 100%. 100%. <sighs> okay. And now we're going to get to the Gilme Talks 10 uh, questions here. And I just kind of randomly pick them out here. All right. Uh, first one, clean shaven or facial hair? Uh, you know, I spent I spend a lot of years without facial hair, so I'm going to say facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next one. Uh, sweater or hoodie? Uh, I'm more of a hoodie guy myself. Yeah. Yeah, same. I don't <laughs> – I only time I ever wear sweaters is around Christmas time, to be, to be, be per, perfectly honest there. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, cardio or weightlifting? Uh, you know, as much as it su- mine sucks right now, I'm going to have to go with cardio. Okay. Uh, recliner, like uh, a lazy boy or couch? Uh, you know, that's a tough one. Uh, <laughs> you know, just because I had to get rid of mine a while back, I'm going to go with recliner. No, my uh, my dog is pretty much steals mine all the time. <laughs> that's what, yeah, that sounds like a dog, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, she's a, she's a, she, she's a husky. She just... We tried uh we, we we tried training her for like a week to stay off the furniture and then just kind of gave up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, contacts or glasses? Uh, you know, I I love con- the idea of contacts, but uh, I tried them out. They didn't work well for me. I don't know. It was just something about putting my own finger in my eye that I didn't like. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I'm gonna have to go with glasses. Yeah, I I tried the contacts myself, but my vision's so bad I had to use the hard contacts. Yeah. Oh, that was terrible. A lot of people are surprised. Everyone thinks that when I wrestle, I wear contacts. It's like you know what? My vision is bad, but before I wrestled, I boxed, and they did a physical on me where it was uh, when they got to the vision test, it was can you see me six feet away? Can you see me six inches away? And I was like, yup, and yup. So I mean, <laughs> it works out. I w- I would have failed that test. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, sunglasses or hat? Uh, I'm gonna go with hat. I wear them too much. <laughs> yeah, same. But, well, I do like shades, uh, shades though. Uh, shower or bath? Uh, you know, uh, oddly enough, after some of the crazy stuff I do, I prefer a shower. I find it's just, I, if I sit in a bath, I'm eventually just gonna stay in there, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Facebook or Twitter? Uh, Facebook. It's easier for me to understand. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's weird to say for me being uh, as young as I am, apparently. Eh, I'm not much of a Twitter guy. It only gives yeah. me gives me so 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 many characters to say. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. A uh, hot, sunny beach day or a perfect winter day? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the perfect winter day. I love the beach, but uh, I, I'm not a big fan of hot weather. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm, I, miss, I miss winter. <laughs> yeah, I, I sweat too much in the summer. I just, I, yeah. I, I'm a big fan of winter and fall. <laughs> right. Now my personal favorite one, toilet paper, over or under? Uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? <laughs> I'm weird. I don't really ever have a personal preference. I just throw it on. But, I mean, if I'm to pay attention to it, I'd say it's easier to do under. Okay. <laughs> Horribly wrong, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, at least at least it's, uh, to me, an easier debate than pineapple on pizza with some things that you see on social media now, right? Oh, God. <laughs> I, I just love how, how, how people make uh, horrible horrible arguments about nothing. When oh, literally. When there's actual, actually important things going on on in the world with a planet, I'm not going to get political or any of that <laughs> stuff with the yeah, election. Definitely. Election coming up and all that, but man, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. mentioned pineapple on pizza. People have a very strong opinion. <laughs> oh, that's the thing. Me personally, I don't care. You know, to me, it's pizza. <laughs> yeah, just like, hey, it's food. I I like food. I've I've uh, I I've also noticed over the years wrestlers are not too picky. Yeah, that's that's completely it. Yeah, you know, take care. You, you got some that are on a, on some sort of like a, a keto kick or a, or you know like a, a gluten free kick or whatever. But you know, it's, for the most part, yeah, none of them are really that picky. No, because after a match, they're all just hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. I, I don't care if I, I'll go to a Wendy's or I'll go to a sushi place or I'll go to. Uh, Hell, I'm fine with just eating a veggie tray if that's the case. It's just something there that I can eat now. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you guys cure yourself for 10, 15, <laughs> sometimes 60 minutes at a, at, a, at, a, at, a, at a time, even though I have no idea how anyone could possibly wrestle 60 minutes. Oh, I, that's where I give big props to, uh, who was it, uh, Josh Alexander and Kobe Durst. Oh, God. Yep. Didn't they have two of those matches, I believe? Yeah, they did. And yeah, I, and Josh. That's, a, that's amazing. Josh Alexander's a beast. I don't know how he 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 has a cardio for that. A wow. dude, a dude that big having cardio for that for that long. I I, I envy him. That's for sure. That's a, it's really impressive. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. And if anybody wants to find you on social media on the interweb, where where would they uh, find you? Uh, you know, Facebook, pretty straightforward, just Tyler Arrow. Uh, I tried to keep my social media pretty straightforward, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. It's uh, Tyler Arrow, but instead of a E, it's a three, an arrow. Uh, that's my that's my username for every platform. You know, I got my, my highlight videos up on YouTube. Uh, I'm always posting uh, on Instagram, pushing a show that I'm involved in or pushing a show that I think will be great to watch, but, like, I'm always posting, so social media is a good place to uh, end up finding some of my stuff. Awesome, awesome, man. Once again, thank you very, very much. And, guys, thanks thanks for uh, listening. Thanks for having me. Hey, guys, it's me again. Guess what? That was a fantastic interview. I loved having Tyler as a guest, as I said before. And you know what? I'm just going to 
keep watching where he goes, what's happening with him, because you know what? I think I think that kid's got a big future uh, ahead of him because he's talented, he's humble, he knows what to say, what to do. And the way he was talking, I think he, you're going to see this kid on so many other podcasts. Okay, I'm calling him a kid. I probably shouldn't, but I'm like twice his age. So, and I call everybody kids as as the listenership knows. I'm just going to say it again. Go out and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean. Because the more you guys review the show, the more I get into the recommended podcasts. I get into the recommended podcasts, more people check out the show. That's it, plain and simple. And it can mean I can get more more advertisers. I won't be putting more ads on the show, of course. I'll just be switching switching some up. And better mics, better e equipment, and it's going to be be fantastic. This year, I my goal for this season. I always go from September September on on for the new listeners. I'm going to keep a steady stream of shows going. I already got a couple more podcasts lined lined up for the for the month i'm gonna try try to keep it weekly but it is a bi bi weekly show so once every every two weeks tom is very much a regular regular on the show as as you guys know with the talking talking with tom we do our monthly independent independent listing for ontario and around whether it's michigan manitoba quebec maritimes anywhere because it's just fun and independent wrestling is amazing. But to the advertisers, go check out the loveshop.com guys. Check it out 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 with your uh, partner, significant other because it's just fun to to look at that stuff and think, "Hey, what do we need?" And go check out Bats in the Belfry Art on Instagram guys because that is a wonderful site fantastic artist love her uh, love her stuff and she does commission work so go check that out go check out solid de- wood designs because you need anything drawn up Hayden and and the crew there can do it and don't forget to tell them Gilmy uh, sent you and go check out Tabby Lynn on sensi.com because nobody nobody wants their house to uh, house to uh, stink because you want to walk home, have that nice coffee smell, or that what's the one I'm currently using? Uh, cappuccino, so it's like a coffee and sweet, which I absolutely love. Once again, thank you, Tyler, for coming on. It was a blast sitting down and talk, talking with you, and it was really, really fun. Now, the song is Larger Than Life by J- Jonathan Young, it's a Backstreet Boys cover. And it is really cool, and he uses it as his his tag team entrance. So once again, thank for well for listening. Go drop those five star reviews, and talk to you next time. Bye, guys.